This is the OAccess Jamaica podcast, Reasonings with Odessa, episode 16. Sweet 16. to watch for this episode and I love this song I've been kind of pumping this song a little bit from like last November but I started playing it again and I just think she's bad so Shoma Josie she hails from South Africa guys and she's a rapper and actress she's everything I think she's so super dope um I want you guys to go out and check out her music and you know let's support more of our African artists um yeah, let's just support Africa, everything about Africa. Speaking of Africa, right now it's Independence Day for Ghana. So I want to say big up to all my Ghanaian massives that are listening. Happy Independence to you guys. And speaking of Ghanaians, my show today, I'm so happy to have the big bad bim boss, Stone Boy. He is going to be my guest today. Um, so let's just actually go in. I'm not going to like wait or anything. We're just going to go in and speak to Stone Boy right now on this episode of Reasonings with Odessa. Good life is all about good life. Spanka, one God. Mm. Can't take the fear. Look to the left, look to the right. I'm thankful for my life. The struggles I've been through, but I keep winning every single fight. All right, so we there, Jamaica. We're there, Ghana, and um, it's reasons with Odessa. This interview was supposed to kind of happen in. Ghana, but the man is here right now. Welcome mm. to Reasoning Stone Boy. Yeah, man. Odessa, nice to connect back, you know. So it's like um, if the mountain wouldn't go to Moses, Moses would go to the mountain kind of vibe. The scene. Yeah, man. So we're here finally as it's supposed to be. Last year was the year of the return. What was the experience like for you seeing so much people of the diaspora return home? Mm. I mean, it's good. It was coming to that one point or sometime. I believe that people have always returned home. People have established businesses from in the diaspora, you know, over the years, you know. It depends on when you got woke, set up or sort of when you got woke to feel, um, to feel like, yeah, I have to go back home to do this and that, you know. But um, 2019 marked the 400 years, whatever. So they placed that significance on that slave trade how long it run after it is 400 years after, right? After mm-hmm. slavery. So literally it made a lot of sense because um, 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 it marked the first slave ship leaving Accra or leaving the K- 
Cape Coast Castle into the Americas. So it gave everybody like more reason. You know how people have to have a reason to do stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that was a good, good plan or good initiative because the whole of Africa actually um, had to um, um, commended Ghana for that effort. Mm -hmm. So because people came through or a lot of people came to Africa, not only Ghana, because of that initiative. Right. So they sort of like Europe returned. So whoever had any connect in Nigeria went to Nigeria, possibly came by Ghana because, yeah, because if you're in Nigeria, go to Ghana, Kenya. People went all the way South Africa, Egypt, and still had to pass through. I met a lot because of people. That was, like, that, was like, that was like a vibe. So yeah. it's a beautiful one. And I think afterwards, um, Ghana is still preaching the beyond the return right. as well. So that's what... It's begun in a way that the, um, I think I'm having to do like a concert in May in Memphis. Is the, um, what do you call it, Bill Festival or something? Mm -hmm. We're on that as well as part of the initiative for that festival, recognizing the efforts of Ghana and the tourist board and everybody to have come up with the Year of Return initiative. Now they're actually recognizing backwards. Like, I mean, you guys invited everybody to Africa, especially Ghana to be precise. But we are also inviting you now to the city of Memphis. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to be like that from... And also, I mean, I like that initiative because the cities are hosted one after the other. Right. I just finished a show in Miramar, Florida, right. where the vice mayor and the mayor put together an Afro-Carib festival. How was that? So it was great. It was crazy. Me, Kippeltown, Amara, La Negra headlined it. There were a lot of other, I mean, great artists too who passed through. So... I think that the initiative has taken off like it to me it has always been it's only after the 400th year that significance has been placed on paying attention to you know either going back home or the people in the diaspora opening up to also treating you know stuff or, or you know material commodity i want mm -hmm. to take it beyond entertainment sphere. yeah no i'm i'm talking beyond entertainment out. exactly so so how do you feel that ghana's developed in the past 10 years because i went there for the first time and i was told to a lot of people that wasn't there this wasn't there and i keep seeing all these new buildings popping up or being developed you know how how has it been developed in the past 10 years from when you were younger to now and i'm not just talking Accra, Osu, yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. else. I mean, from I mean, from uh, from my own perspective, Africa is still somewhat considered as a developing continent. Right. Where you have South Africa classified as a developed, you know. So definitely, the, even those that are classified as developed countries are doing things, changing infrastructure, refixing things every time. I go to the UK and I see breaking down of buildings and re infrastructure, hospitals, all these things. I go to America, I come to Jamaica, I see the same thing. So definitely development is key. Infrastructure is key for every growing or if even not classified as developing or developed, change is the only, um, um, the only thing that is, um, 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 what do they say? Change is the only inevitable thing anyway. So if... How much more change for a better is mm -hmm. great. So, you know, you know, I'm just trying to tell you Do you, you think that, that Ghana's going Ghana, to be, mm -hmm. like a lot of people say now, like a lot of people from the diaspora are saying, if Ghana, if you don't invest in Ghana in the next five years, you're going to be, you're going to get lost because that's like the hot seat, the hot place to be right now. Yeah, man, I respect that anyway. But I think if you don't invest in Africa, literally, you know, mm -hmm. so because Ghana 
is um, is is a standard, the gateway to Africa. Yes, because of its history and its things that it values and stuff that you know. I'm blessed to come from Ghana as well as Africa as a whole. So whoever is saying that within the next five, ten years, if you don't invest in Ghana, particularly as a country, you're losing. I, I think they're only expressing it in a form of representing Ghana as the whole of African continent. So yeah, definitely, you know, it's a good look. And uh, most of us Ghanaians also, or Africans, have investments all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it's just how viable you see where and what. But home is always home. Africa is like enormous opportunities, enormous things to tap in already. You know. When so. you leave home and you come back, what's the first thing that you want to eat when you reach home? Uh, I, I eat really simple, you know. I eat what I know. Basically, so I don't what? really crave for too much, but I love my plain rice yeah. and, and and stew, yeah. canned beef stew and plantain and ah. salad. When you come to Jamaica, what's the first thing you want as soon as you land? When I come to Jamaica, I think I know that there's enough familiarity with the food, so I'm good. Because most of the things, the rice and peas, the rice, it's just the same African food, you know, so I'm good. When I'm coming to Jamaica, I know that it's going to be the same kind of thing. But it's elsewhere that I'm worried. So I'm either looking for a Jamaican restaurant, I'm right. looking for an African restaurant, or I'm looking for a Nepal restaurant. Right. Or a Spanish. You know, anything that, you know, spices in me. Anything that well-seasoned. Them things. All right, so tell us about, there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that are here, and a lot of my listeners, like I have 30% of my listeners are from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. The rest are from the US. The world. And around the world. Tell people who is Stoneboy. Yeah, Where man. You Tell us about Stoneboy from the beginnings and how did you fall in love with dancehall? Um, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a male biologically because <laughs> these days, you know, seen, so I have to, I, I have to introduce myself on that world standard level so they know the vibes. <laughs> I'm a hardcore. I'm a man. You know, I'm a male literally. So. That's how to start with. And uh, my biological name is Livingston. My birth name is Livingstone. I spell ah, it with a stone. So that's where the stone so, comes from. Yeah, the, the, it's not, I don't go with a sting because it doesn't end there. You have the E, the stone, and I it. At the rock. That's right. So the Livingstone, right. you know what I mean? So Livingstone, Eche Satekla. Eche is uh, my, the name for my ethnicity because I'm a twin. So any twin of any every twin you find in my language or my dialect or where I come from as my culture, they call them Eche and Achu. So I'm Eche, I'm a twin and Satekla is my birth name. My surname literally is a surname derived from all these things. You know, Volta region of Ghana is where I come from. The red, gold, green and the black stars when you check out the flag, yes, that's where it is. And then now I fell in love with um Dance or reggae music or music in general. Because but dance specifically because you're known as a dancehall artist. Mm -hmm. So when did you really fall in love? Like what was the yeah, first song I love that the, just like, literally, boom? I mean, I think that as time has gone on now, we have to re-describe or re-evaluate and put certain things in the right perspective. I'll give credit to music literally and God for the talent, you know, because that is where it starts. But I got drawn to dancehall and reggae music because the root of it is high life and Afrobeat me Afrobeat music of today, as they they term it. So, it's this all these genres have African base to them. All these genres of music, R and B, reggae, dance, or Afrobeat. 
is, is, is the basis of it, the foundation is Africa, is Afrobeat. So for me, anything, anything, any musical genre that has its roots into the foundation or come from, the, or it has its roots into the foundation is what inspired me from the beginning. I'm only growing to evolve and to, you know, get the circle together properly. And this is where we are. I'll jump into why, I'll jump into making the world know that's the reason why the Afro beats of today is actually because everything is coming back into a full circle where it's us. This is our music, you know what I mean? But what but, made you trigger? What was it like? You say it's music, but like, when is it like, was there a song mm, or anything in particular mm, that made you say, yo? It's reggae like, and I like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to add reggae and dance out to the Afro beats that I, that I know. That's it, right? Any song that particularly just got you when you yeah. were like... I may not be able to remember or recollect <laughs> because that's like years ago what particular song it was. But, you know, I think reggae music and dancehall music has been around for a while now as well. And I can only attribute it to the fact that we can relate to it inside of our DNAs, you know? So <clears throat> that's it. And actually, it's a vibe, you see, the vibes, the message that the reggae carries most often. Because when you mention reggae, you know what is termed to be like a revolutionary music, like music for everybody, music for the poor. Like reggae music can literally address everything. Right. Meanwhile, dancehall music, sort of, was built up upon the hype thing and and the vibe, I don't know, that's what I, I that's believe. That's your interpretation. That's my, yes. Right. But you can actually express yourself, you know, as how you feel. However you feel de determines on, on, on what rhythm you're going to probably express yourself on, as far as I'm concerned, as a, as a musician. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is true. So I felt that I could express myself both ways. You know, I felt, I believed, and I mean, I, I, I knew that I could, I couldn't, stereotype or box myself you know mm -hmm. because some of the feelings or some of the creative um, 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 some of the creative stuff that I have to place on you know as music I have to it's either reggae or dance or you know so I'm just for me particularly as an artist I'm just honored and glorified that, you're so versatile. that I'm so versatile yeah. yes <laughs> so it's really difficult to put me in a box you can identify me with music literally uh -huh. And coming from Africa, yes, that's the most. That that's the that's what matters to me the most, you know. But I draw great inspiration from reggae and dancehall as well. How yeah. somebody that's never seen a Stoneboy show, can you describe the vibe of a Stoneboy concert? My Stoneboy concert, you should see one of these days. is crazy. It's high energy. is is high energy, and is super emotional and connected. Uh -huh. And if I can use this word, connective. Uh -huh. and addictive because uh -huh. I represent for the masses, I represent for the message, mm -hmm. you know. At a Stoneboy concert, you're going to get like, sometimes you have to do high life version, Afrobeat version, dancehall version, and reggae version. Mm -hmm. And every one of them cuts through the heart right there and sits down where it has to sit, you know, for what, for the kind of message that they, they bring. So any Stoneboy concert is one that is very... It's like, um, it's one that you would want to attend. Like, you know, yes, you're going to get music. You're going to get vibe. You're going to get the energies right. You're going to get me to even interpret the song some more. You know, tell you how it all, you know, mm -hmm. just narrate our story and, and, and in melodies, you know, and, and talk to one another, literally. Bim. Yeah, man. What is Bim? It's Blessed Imperial Majesty, you know. 
B-H-I-M is a sound that awakens the soul, awakens the souls, awakens your spirit. Can a man come in this place and say, BIM! You know, say yes. There's heat, there's fire, you have to rise and move. You know, because from where I come from, the ghettos, you know, Ashaiman is the city, you have to move, you have to rise, you have to stand up. And in all these things, I give thanks to the Most High, His Imperial Majesty, His God Almighty, the overall, the one that lives in us, outside of us, within and above, beneath. So we have to give Him glory and thanks every time because nothing depends on carnal humankind. So after I got that sound to be a signature sound, mm -hmm. I sat and thought so deep about what this would mean because people see me now and call me Bim. So I'm like, yeah, man, I responded to that nicely. Ever since I said that in one of my songs in 2008 years ago, mm -hmm. or probably even, even 10, because in 2010, I realized that, okay, people are catching up to that slogan. I wouldn't just waste it. I need to give it a meaning or interpretation. So I sat and I spelt it. Then I'm then I broke it down to bless his imperial majesty. I like that. Every time. I for like everything. That. So that uh, you know we don't I believe in everything. I don't have to go away what? Because ultimately in the end, yeah. I'm on a mission sent by his imperial majesty. Same way still so no matter yeah. what. So that's so, a, that's a code. So when you see beam, when you see me wear anything beam. So point. what happened to my BIM? Like, Justice is here, he's come back, you guys have come back. Where, where's, my, where's my BIM t-shirt? Yeah, my we hadn't launched the shop yet. Yeah, yeah, say no, you're going to get deliveries yeah? all over by the end of the month because we just opened up the store first ever. I saw. First ever. I you know? saw. Yeah, I opened it right in my community, right in the hood That's that perfect. I grew up from. You don't That's know. That's what your support is, really. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like, I represent for them definitely, like, once upon a time, I should be the only, I should be one of, I don't want to go out like, I eat off the credit them, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. But we know, we know, I, I should be one of the artists who has taken it to the world from that community, you yeah. know. And there are a lot of other people who, their food, my community is such that anybody rises from there, it's like, yes, ja, you know, not that kind of vibe. So we hold it up high and, and, and we're representing, it's the biggest city or the biggest city in the whole of Accra. You know, control the population. To, to, I didn't get to go this yeah, time. Yeah, and anytime you, you, I'm are, not coming back yeah, Christmas are, when are, I go. Yeah, <laughs> but Jano, you're either going on your own to check the vibes and you know it just because you know, yeah, man. So you know, you're gonna get your teeth still. You're gonna get your teeth. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? Soon, 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 soon. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna be available worldwide. Yes. So you can check it out on www. Buybeam.com. Buybeam.com. That's it. Buybeam.com and it's ready for run. So, Stone, you know, you're, so you're, you're month, a father run, now. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, how is my niece doing? And you're a yeah, father now of a son. Mm -hmm. How has fatherhood changed you as a man? Yeah, man. I think growing up, I have had to be a responsible person. So, I fathered my kid sisters and all these ones. Mm -hmm. I, had, I had to father the home. So, there was a, you know, Aside being biologically called as a father, I think that I've had that fatherly vibes from long, you know. If anybody cares for their bridging or them there, I think they are not a father father as a biological. Yes, how, you know, when you see your daughter and you see your son, like what how 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 because a lot of people that have children mm. they say it changes your life. Yeah, there must be a change because it's progress. If mm. progress don't change you, it's a development. So if a development mm. don't change you, 
then then it doesn't it's no development is zero then it hasn't made any impact you know because impact is either negative or positive mm -hmm. yes and development is either is is, is 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 a change literally so there must be a change i mean looking at my own two kids i give thanks to god the most because this is how it is this is how it's always going to be even after we have we're dead and gone mm -hmm. this is how procreation is and you just give thanks that through you somebody else is just like through somebody else you are mm -hmm. you know what i mean there's mm -hmm. always that that's how the, the world is going to run after 100 years we're not going to be here sometimes i see some edifices and i see 1545 i'm like yo i'm trying to be like 1545 none of that they're not alive you can't find one person living in these times but you get to realize that in their time they would have thought that yeah how we run things mm -hmm. but we're here in 2020 it's so just i mean not to say too far but um 2075 or what is 2090 is going to come one day you know mm -hmm. and trust me half are we not go there <laughs> <laughs> and so when them coming they would feel like a damn run things yeah man meanwhile <laughs> people have run things so history is really important so procreation leaves a mark of history it's very important you know what I mean? so you know what say yeah that's your grandfather your great grand so mm -hmm. you just is this that's that's the ultimate change that i can ever feel as a father so it's just going to continue like that you so know? you have a next project coming out you have a next album coming out yeah man tell me about that this album is actually a point in time where i have been one of the young pioneers of that sound that i've always believed in to get global you know in my time because there have been times before so in my time now I'm only privileged to be alive to be one of the names that will come up when it comes to the measure of afrobeat and dancehall and reggae music together. Mm. Yes, so at this point in time at this junction the album is called Angloga. So at this junction is a combination of all these things put together. Mm -hmm. The influences that have run through me and the influences that I have run through you know to put this album together so one track each of all that influence you know what I mean so that's how we got the whole package the angloga junction mind you angloga is an african word precisely a ghanian word much more precisely an ewe word much say. more precisely <laughs> from the anglo people you see so that's where i want to start it from you see an uh -huh. african word Ghanian word mm -hmm. ever word so that's just the anglo is just a representation of african the african style and influence mm -hmm. on the album ultimately and then the junction now is a english word so the junction now represents all the other western or foreign influence mm -hmm. so you see the anglo got junction is where i'm at now my that junction right now creative wise that's the junction that i'm at so who's who's an anglo got junction literally is a junction after that junction yes please there is a junction called there's, there's always angola junction <laughs> and that is one of the junctions that run through the whole of ghana still there's always a junction somewhere I called junction. yes there's always a junction <laughs> somewhere called angola right because you find out that people from my ethnicity have have always lived in different other ethnic you know cuz ghana is a whole but we have the north east south west mm -hmm. central and all that you definitely find angola people who reside who 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 move from 
the Volta region where they supposedly belong as a as a as a geographical area mm -hmm. to move into the east, south, south, south. So everywhere they go, they have like there must be an Anglaga junction right there. Ah. I see. So that's literal meaning, but the deeper meaning is a representation of my root experiences and the influences from the African perspective represented by my, the name of my root and the junction as an English word representing the other Western and the foreign influence. So mm -hmm. I'm at the Angola junction right now. Nice. I on like my that. album. Yeah, that's the creative so, process. So who's producing on this album? Tell us about the production. Is yeah, it all the producers you? have a lot of, uh, there are a lot of pro producers, producers as in literal production, yeah. music, instrumental production. You have Ghazi, you have Mandem from Ghana, Street Beat, you have iPuppy, people who have always worked with me from, and then you have Dre, who's produced me, and Kerry Hilsing, who's pro a lot of producers as well, trust me, from Nigeria, and across Jamaica as well. I recorded some of the, one song here with Jamil inside a big with Jamil, big, like, with you Jamil shot the video, that's yeah, why just you're here. Shot the, yeah. All right. I mean I'm on tour, so literally it's, it was part of the plan to jump from one spot right. to the other. So yeah man. Nice. Where did you shoot the video? Um we shot it at Port Royal. Uh-huh. And then our one other part, you know. Downtown somewhere. Yeah, downtown somewhere now we are Didn't that remind you? Doesn't downtown kinda of remind you of Jamestown? You tell him. <laughs> you tell them Jamestown is the vibe yeah, when I was driving through Jim, Jamestown them, everybody yeah, was like I'm like oh my god this is just like downtown Kingston yeah, it just man. reminds me of downtown Kingston yeah, it's man. the same vibe because you mean it's your first time you visited so I think your experience as a first timer is really important how we can compare certain things to find mm -hmm. the similarities second and third time is is, is different vibe yeah because I want to go more into time, the country yeah, in the, the central yeah. Yeah, man, you're going to go through, and when you go through your final, it's the same thing, it's the same, same kind of liberty, you know, because it's us, it's us yeah, I just felt that have spread across over the years. But let me tell you something, uh, though. Ghanaians, everybody, they love Jamaica and Jamaican culture. They have so much respect. I've never seen mm. so much Jamaican flags mm. up everywhere I go. Mm. When we take a Uber, mm. I'm tell Uber man, say, yo. Away I do bomba clap. Jamaican, you're my first Jamaican I've ever taken. The respect and the love being Jamaican coming to Ghana is just undeniable. Yeah, man. So it's just like the love of a mother, you know? Yeah. That's it. Once you come home, you have to feel at home. Brafe. Yeah, man. And it's real like yeah. that. It's just a simple, that's the most simplest way I can describe it. So, you, you know, it's just home. So once you come home, then you must feel at home. It doesn't matter if there's food at home or there's no food at home. You see that feeling when mm -hmm. you go back home. Mm -hmm. So right. it's only right that Jamaicans get that amount of respect. Oh, my and God. I feel like when people find me as a... Anytime I come to Jamaica and I go into spaces as an African, I see that, that glitter. I see that interest in wanting to stay and vibe also. It's just... I feel like up to this point, that natural... You see, the, the inside of us, you know... Is 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 super. Sometimes I I describe it like that. That's why it's supernatural. Mm. Soup. The inside really of magical. us is really super. That's just magical. It sees something else we can't even describe as people. Jamaicans don't you know? even realize how connected they are spiritually to home. In the way they talk, in the way their exactly. movement is, in the way their attitude. Can is. I can I broaden it up to 
black people don't black realize, people don't know, you know what I mean? Yes. Even when you go to America and there's black Americans, because while I was there, I noticed the difference going to mm. the slave dungeon. Mm. And I'm emotional mm. and the black Americans are there, not all, mm. but there's a few, majority, doing full-on Instagram shoots mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, are not mm -hmm, really connecting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And something was said to me like five years ago by mm -hmm, Minister Farrakhan mm -hmm, while mm -hmm, having dinner. Mm -hmm. He says, while it will take a West Indian or a person of the Caribbean six mm -hmm, months mm -hmm. to deprogram them, to get them back to mm -hmm, where they are as mm -hmm, black people, mm -hmm. it would take a black American six years. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's why I was <laughs> yeah, saying, man. you know, so like, you're super we, right. We you're right teeth, about that. Eh, eh, you're mm, right about that. You're right. Same thing. Same thing. Because I think that it never really, it, you see, the dilution is not as deep as that of the black American in America, mm. you see. Because, but in the Caribbean, you find out that is is well, is just is very close. If 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 we had a straight flight, it would be five we're, or six hours. That. You know, <laughs> yeah, it would be five or six hours straight yeah. flight, and only God knows we how how fluent or how often we're all gonna be communicating. But it's coming together in the end. I believe that our music is gonna. We're all gonna sing the same music, like Bob Marley said. In mm -hmm. the end, in the end, we're gonna sing the same music. It will go to a point where I Stoneboy will be big in Ghana and big in Jamaica simultaneously because we we enjoy each other's music. We do that already anyway. Mm -hmm. But in a manner that the world is going to see us and mm -hmm. honor us and respect us, and we might not even feel away because we are, once we found each other, we're good. It doesn't matter who's looking at us or who's not. Music will not only be the only trade, it will be everything. Absolutely. All of our trade. Yes. From the region yes. to Africa yes. without being stopped to go to the United Absolutely. States or to Absolutely. the UK. There must be a plan to that. So now I think... The powers that be are realizing that the other power is rising and it can't get suppressed anymore. But, you know, we need to do more than talking and more mm -hmm. than wishing I, as I, black I, people. I'm, you know, from going to Ghana, we I've have been to listening make to the talks take steps. of action. Yeah, man, take steps and make moves. I'm a president come to Jamaica a number of times to come talk to allness and all them there because mm -hmm. me and the president, you go to, you know. Yeah, man, and for artists like myself, I make sure that when I'm in America, whatever, I push through. Because I see it beyond only trying to feel too big as an artist. I see it as a mission. I see it as a connect. There's something must be done. Mm -hmm. You know, if I don't, I don't impact people, or if I don't benefit from it directly, some people else, some other people will benefit from the fact that we pushed the levels to a, to an area where we made an effort to communicate mm -hmm. and put this music and the sound together, you know? And I think that's why I'm one of the most featured African artists to Jamaicans, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. tallest, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm mission-minded on that level, absolutely. Let nobody feel that I want to ride on them to boss I yard. No, I'm a good album. Yeah, of course. I have to be honest about African it. African artists don't even need to tour anywhere else but home. I'm, I'm, I have to be real. <laughs> You know, so but there's a bigger picture, yeah, man. So the more we see that, the better, and even that's gonna improve and still increase the business sector, anyways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you don't know, you know. Tell me about Boss Energy. Everywhere I was driving in Ghana, I see Boss Energy, and then I also heard that part proceeds of Boss Energy goes mm -hmm. to charity mm -hmm. as well. Tell me about that. 
Yeah, man, the truth is I was contacted. We've been in meetings and talks with uh, one of the biggest producers of um, of beverages in Ghana. Mm -hmm. You know, they do everything beverage, recycling, bottling and everything. And they contacted me, my, me, I mean, my two management, however. And then we began, we had conversations, conversations. I, I was made a brand ambassador to the Vibe for a few months. And then now I took the discussion further on, you know, to see how we can change the dynamics as artists who definitely are thoughtful about the impact and stuff. So I decided to be like, all right, let's cut the deal so I can own, 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 own the franchise for mm -hmm. a few and run it. Mm -hmm. And then now uh, that part of the business will vibe it later, but I need the strength to be able to move to the next level where I want to go to. So certain proceeds of that will go to my foundation for me to be continuing the works that I do because almost every year we put together a show, an event, a shine man to the world, right. a homecoming, where we spend loads, loads because it's a free event, but it's we give them the best, the biggest production. So big. <laughs> Super big. May I tell you about 60,000, 70,000 yes, people. people. You know? It's crazy. And Sasha to the world and me run that been running it for seven years now. This year is gonna be the eighth year. Been running the BIM concert for four years now. This year is gonna be the fifth year. So I have like two signature shows hands down every year in Ghana. So you know the thing going we're just trying to leave up, trying to push to the next level because whoever is gonna come behind us or the people who are coming behind us have to have a lot to to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because wherever we stop. God willing, is where they have to take it on from. Mm -hmm. Come on, so we have to push. Yeah. All right. Mm. I think that was great. Thank I, you I'm so very, very happy much. that Thank we could you. just without, without the alcohol still, right? I still got it. You want a little drinky juice? <laughs> you want a little drinky juice? Because cool, I bought cool, like cool. proper celebration drinks, yeah, you know? It's, it's a weed, man. We've got it's a weed. little celebration oh. drinks here, mate. It's a weed we want to... Wanna... <laughs> So we're going to open that up yeah, and we're going to have a little drink Give right thanks. now. Yeah, man, for real. Um, this was Reasonings <coughs> with Stone Boy. It was Reasonings with Odessa. Uh, this is Reasonings with Odessa. She's, uh, <laughs> she's a super, super, how do I even term it? She's a super woman, that's it. Yes, That's bless it. up. Yeah, man, Next time, so I, I'm, for I'm looking forward to coming back home and yeah. not at Christmas because it's party after party. Yeah. I want to just just chill. chill. Yeah, man. You know the best. The best <laughs> I was moment, so exhausted. The best moments are in December when you come the again. Party and, after yo, party. Sometimes after in, party. in Ghana, I do four to five shows and nights. It's night. crazy. I'm like, yo, you mean what? Kill me? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and and so. I was literally like that. I'm like, you guys are gonna freaking kill me. I need to yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah. And I that's why I couldn't even meet you. So, I mean, I need to use the opportunity to say big up to everybody who's been around working so effortlessly around the team, you know. You know, DJ Justice, you know. That's right. And, uh, and uh, everybody else, Bernetown Music Group, you don't know, TJ, and uh, you know what I mean? All these things, you know. All right, and I can at least come and spend some time. I want to yeah, see man. my niece next time. I'm very Yeah, serious. man. So, yo, um, <laughs> I'm, everybody go check out the album. Please. 5th March is my birthday, and I'm so first Pisces. time my birthday in Jamaica, man. Well, so what are we going to do? We're going to have to get some more of this. But that's the day I'm traveling out still. Oh. So I have All right, so we're going to make the toast now. We're going to drink some of this amazing Prosecco. <laughs> Big up, I can't even pronounce the name, Bottega. Big up, Bottega, Rose Gold. Thank you guys for sponsoring mm. this, for this podcast. Um, Reasons with Odessa, we out. Anglaga Junction, we're in. Ah. Yes, thank you, Stoneboy, for passing through for reasonings. It was really, 
yeah, it was really cool. I, I really, I really love this brother. And um, what more I really love is that we have a new Drinky Poo sponsor, and that is Bottega Prosecco. If you see those sexy bottles, guys, it's like the bottles are sexy, but so is the actual Prosecco. So go out and purchase that. Don't forget, guys, to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on any podcast platform that you listen to it on. That's it for this episode of Free Things with Odessa. Linkage laters. Peace. This podcast was also brought to you by Ideas Evolution Jamaica.